This is The Rush on News Talk 1010 Toronto. Welcome back. It's Deb Hutton, and it is the 4 o'clock hour on The Rush. And you know what that means on Friday. Order in the entertainment court. Let's get judgy. Court is now in session. Richard Krause, host of the podcast, Last Call with Richard Krause, and our judge on Friday afternoons. What's your first case, Judge Krause? Here we go. Joe Coy is a good comedian who can fill arenas in the United States, but he's stiffed as the host of the Golden Globes last weekend. His material didn't connect, and he seemed to let his nerves get the best of him. It is a high-pressure gig with millions of people watching at home and Hollywood heavyweights just sitting there a few feet from the stage. But reductive jokes about Barbie and Taylor Swift were met with blank stares. But the tide really seemed to turn when he got defensive after those jokes bombed, blaming his writers and the lack of time he had to prepare for the show. So my question to you is, were the writers to blame for the monologue's poor performance? Absolutely not. As a comedian, if you're a host of an event or uh, a live comedy show, you don't blame your writers. It's just unprofessional. My dad used to always say it's a poor workman who blames his tools. (laughs) And that, while it is a cliche, I think has to stand here to Richard. I mean, it's just, and and it actually was worse. He said that the jokes that they were laughing at were his. Mm -hmm. I mean, who says that? Sometimes cliches are cliches because they're true. So when Joe Coy said, we only had 10 days to prepare for this, I thought, you had 10 days to prepare. It seems like a fair bit of runway to me to come up with a handful of jokes about the most self-centered people on the planet. They're easy targets, but the jokes didn't land, and the responsibility for that lies on Joe Coy's shoulders. He didn't read the room, and blaming the writers was a rookie move. Coming off a long and protracted writer strike, throwing the writers under the bus was a cheap shot they didn't deserve and that is my verdict judge kraus what is your next case even though the barbie movie was not based on a previously existing novel comic book or video game it has been ruled as an adapted screenplay by the writers branch executive committee of the academy of motion picture arts and sciences this decision came after filmmakers greta gerwig and noah Baumbach campaigned to have it classified as an original screenplay the decision kicked off controversy in hollywood with director judd apatow calling the the adapted category insulting to the writers to say that they were working off existing material. So my question to you is, did the Oscars do Barbie dirty? (laughs) (laughs) I I now have a bad image in my mind, but anyhow, um, ah, like, I guess they did. It matters only to the writers and obviously to uh, the, the director, but does it really matter to those of us who are watching it and even those of us who are watching the Oscars? I don't think so. I think it matters if only because I am rooting for Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach to win an Oscar. I think that's incredible. And I do think that it's an adapted script, uh, not an original script, because it's based off our preconceived notions of Barbie, the uh, more than 50 years of iconography of Barbie and her relationship with Ken. Uh, This is absolutely an adapted screenplay to me. 
Here's my verdict. First off, it's not an insult to be nominated for an adapted over original screenplay. An Academy Award is an Academy Award no matter how you cut it. Several other awards bodies have seen Barbie as original. The Academy politely disagrees, and I'm in line with the Oscars. I admire the script Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach penned for the movie, but the script's basic elements, the relationship between Barbie and Ken, the pregnant Midge character, and even Ken's hapless friend Alan were based on on already existing intellectual property. In the movie, uh, the screenwriters even refer to rejected narratives of Barbie side characters that were created by Mattel. The script, which is very clever and ignited the imaginations of moviegoers to the tune of $1.5 billion at the box office, took over half a century of brand narrative and world building and integrated that into a new story. They did not invent Barbie. She existed before the movie and just as Barbie finds a new life at the end of the film she had a life before as well and that's why the adapted screenplay designation is appropriate and that is my verdict all right judge kraus next case After a string of controversial comments, star quarterback Aaron Rodgers has made his last appearance, for now anyway, on the popular ESPN sports talk show, The Pat McAfee Show. Uh, On one recent appearance, Rodgers uh, implied, without any evidence, that talk show host Jimmy Kimmel was an associate of the late sex offender financier Jeffrey Epstein. Kimmel, who does not appear in the recent court documents related to Epstein, threatened to take legal action and on Monday spent seven minutes of his nightly monologue hitting back at the quarterback, calling him a soft-brained junior college student. So my question to you is, did ESPN trample Aaron Rodgers' right to free speech? No, they did not. In this case, and in every case, the truth matters. Uh, I, I think that Aaron Rodgers was being absolutely irresponsible and is facing consequences for what he said. I couldn't agree more with producer Ben. It's just absolutely ridiculous to throw out someone's name on such a high-profile issue without a shred of evidence and actually potentially do damage to their reputation or at least put questions in people's minds about an individual's reputation is disgusting. It's got nothing to do with free speech whatsoever. I didn't love Kimmel's monologue, by the way. I thought he had every right Mm -hmm. to do it. I do think it should have been a little less um, vicious and a little more funny and creative and crafty in in sort of trampling on Rogers. But I absolutely every right to do it. Here's my verdict. Free speech is absolute to a point. You can say whatever you like, but you have to be willing to accept the consequences of your actions. Rogers, a Hall of Famer and four-time MVP who suffered an injury that's kept him off the field this season, is no stranger to controversy. But there is opinion, and then there's misinformation, stating, as Rogers did, that, quote, a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that a list doesn't come out is inflammatory by insinuation. The baseless implication that Kimmel was connected to a sexual predator falls under at least three of the limits of free speech, incitement, defamation, and fraud. Free speech is important, but should not be used as a weapon. Rogers will sit out the rest of the year at ESPN, although apparently he showed up on the show yesterday, uh, and will likely be back on the show uh, later, much later in the year again, and on the field when his Achilles heel heals, but he did this to himself. He is not a victim of anything other than of his own words. 
All right, Judge Krause, as always, thank you for joining us on Friday afternoon. Hopefully you will get home safe before the weather. That is our friend Richard Krause, host of the podcast, Last Call with Richard Krause. Have a great weekend. I will. I'm wearing my thermal uh, judicial <laughs> robe, so I'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Thanks again.